Welcome back to His and Hers Movie Podcast. This is episode number 21, featuring a review of the home invasion film called Becky, starring... Kevin James. Yes, Kevin James, which is very different from what you would expect him to be in. My name is JP. I am one of your hosts podcasting out of southwestern Pennsylvania on this May 21st. And joining me tonight, as always, is my co-host, Carly. Where are you podcasting out of? Um, southwestern Pennsylvania, but I'm podcasting on May 31st, actually. What did I say? May 21st. Okay, sorry. <sighs> I ruin everything. Yes. <laughs> but um, anyway, yes, so we are back on the couch. Yeah, and we're, doing we're together. You know, I could tell. Owie! And now I have a bruise, and I am so sad. What happened? I fell down the stairs. Exactly. Yeah, so we're in the same room, so... You can annoy me. Yes. Ouch. Uh, and I can annoy you. Oh, God. <laughs> but mainly you annoy me. No, dude. Literally, I, anytime I invite you over, I regret it. Why? Like, instantly I regret it. You're annoying, and you do annoying things, and you know you're annoying because you think it's funny, but I do not. This is an impromptu recording because I was on my way home, and this one cried like a little baby because she saw a centipede in her house. Um, no, what happened was centipedes are scary, and men are supposed to be manly. Like, that's what men were made for, um, to kill spiders and centipedes for their lady. So I was like, who's the closest thing to a man that I know that could help me right now? <laughs> the closest thing to a man? Yes. So I was like, oh yes, Jay Pig. So I called him up and I was like, hey, there's a centipede. And I didn't say I wanted him to come kill it. I was, I was kind of hinting at it. Like, why would I bring it up in the first place if I didn't want him to kill it? So... You know, I'm going to just be like, there's a centipede in my bathroom. It is making it very hard for me to urinate, and it's going to make it very hard for me to shower and get through my day-to-day life from now on if it remains in the bathroom. So he was like, <sighs> and then he finally came over, and uh, lo and behold, the centipede has disappeared. So I'm going to have to have him do another do-over once we are done recording here to find said peed so that I may sleep easy, but... For now, we are here to do our pod. Right. Uh, I don't think that you were manly enough to kill a centipede. Dude, that's the thing that women don't have to do until they have children, I feel. What? Kill centipedes or spiders. Because it's like, once you have a kid... Like, my mom, for instance, I made her kill all the scary bugs in my life. And I used to think, like, I bet my mom was scared of these too and made her mom and dad kill them for her back in the day. And it just is an endless cycle. But then when, the, you know, my grandparents were kids, they probably also didn't want to kill them. But then they reali- you realize when you get older and you have kids, like, you're responsible for your littlest John. And you have to kill all the bugs for them and be the parent. So, um, yes. Yeah, well, I mean, I just, I mean, I don't think we should kill them at all. Like, just let them outside. I, th- I think that's the dumbest thing in the world. I don't, I don't think they were... I think Satan made spiders and centipedes. <laughs> like, I hate when people are like, that's God's holy creation part of the world. He didn't make anything ugly. Well, he did. He made a mistake with spiders and centipedes. So, and... Yeah, but spiders eat, like, a lot of the mosquitoes and... I don't care. <laughs> like, that's the other argument. It's like, 
Oh, you don't want to kill- those are doing more good than harm in your house. They're eating the ladybugs and the little bugs and all the bugs in your house. Um, I don't care about those bugs. I'm not afraid of mosquitoes. Yeah, they suck because they hurt you or, you know, they make you all itchy and whatnot. Uh, I'm not afraid of stink bugs. Some dumb girls are for some reason, but I am not. I just flick those off. I'm afraid of spiders and centipedes. So I want them dead and eaten. What eats them? I want that in my house. Actually, probably bats. Not. Oh god, no! I don't oh, want that yeah. in my house. But um, that's just my feelings on bugs. So. Well, technically, spiders are arachnids. Okay, dude. The same thing. Who cares? And centipedes are. You're not smart. I don't know. What are centipedes? They're centipedes. Are they arthropods? That's no. That's a tick. It, they are all tiny creatures that are like lesser than less than animals so that's the way i view them all they're all the same thing i just let them outside when i find a spider in my house all right dude go ahead <laughs> i do and then it gets back in you know what it does it's like it's like all right i'm going to crawl right back into this whip or this crib because <laughs> this guy is friendly and did not kill me i mean i killed a lot of bees last year i'll be honest yeah well that's different but they were completely invasive and i couldn't do anything else but kill them. Yeah. I'm not afraid of bees either. That's another thing. I understand people were afraid of those because well, they're allergic, allergic to them. To that them. is what I was saying. No, you weren't. That is what I was in the midst of saying, yes. No, I said they were allergic. That's what I just said. I was saying it, and then you were like, well, some of you interjected into what I was saying at the same time. No. Yes. But, yeah, so. Bottom line is, I'm scared of spiders and centipedes, and I need help. <laughs> so um what did you do this week um what did i do this week not much i worked and you know typical stuff my mom came over today you and i had a little move-a-thon on friday so that was yesterday you and i wait yes yesterday it we just also... feels different because you were up all night yeah, pretty much. And we we also had a wang night on that one night. So oh that yeah, nice. you came over. We got wanged. Yeah, those were pretty good. Buffalo wild wings. Um, yeah, and all the people out there who are like buffalo wild wings is trash. Like, dude, you're stupid. It's not trash. It's just wings. Yes. Like they're not even as tiny as like some of the bullcrap wing places have them. You know, they were whole yeah, wings they're... that were split. Yeah. And they were, the sauces were pretty good, and we got like 40 for like $20 or something like that, so. Mm -hmm. That was cool. They were, they were very yummy. Um, they were pretty spicy, I must say. We got the spicier ones. I didn't feel like they were that spicy. They were pretty spicy, and we didn't really mix it up and get many miles. All we got, we got Nashville hot, we got mango habanero, we got Japanese, jumping jalapeno. Jammin' jalapeno. jalapeno. That's what it should be called, but it's pronounced jalapeno. But, um, and then a, I wanted mild barbecue, but I thought, I think you got spicy barbecue instead. Yeah, so. hot barbecue. So that was a lot of spice on my tongue, but those were pretty good. And that's what we, that we did on Tuesday. And then on Friday, yesterday, we, uh, like I said, we had a little move-a-thon, which was just 391 moves. Yeah, we, we we were supposed to do like a marathon, but I had some stuff come up, so we didn't get to start till late. We were going to film another marathon video. We did make a video, but I don't know if we're going to release it. Um, it really wasn't that entertaining. 
Yeah. Uh, so I don't know, but we're, we we want to do another marathon. Uh, it was gonna be ninety one themed, and we did end up getting to three of the ninety one films. So that was pretty cool. But we'll talk about that in our what we watch section. Uh, but after our 91 moves, we watched YouTube vids, and I was showing you all kind of vids on some great moves. Yes. Um, so you guys know the expression, overstaying your welcome, right? <laughs> that is what JP did. <laughs> it was like 3 a.m., and we were laying down, and I was like, oh, you know, it's about time to nizzle. And then um, he was like, nonsense, let's watch these vids. So you showed me some videos on such classics as uh, Superbad, I believe, mm-hmm. and um, the other guys. We were just watching funny mo- moments from them. Yeah. We watched some Blink-182 vids, too, at first. But um, And then, what else? Uh, Goodwill Hunting, and The Big Lebowski, and then we ended it all with the classics such as Gummo and Ken Park. And I don't have to watch any of those movies now. Why? Because you showed me videos that pretty much summed them all up. Yeah, we watched a disturbing breakdown. Which I don't... That guy doesn't really add much... I don't know who makes the videos, but he's somebody yeah. on YouTube. He doesn't really add much... He's just saying what happens in the Yeah, movie. he just I mean, literally yeah. like walks you through the movie. <laughs> which is... I guess it was good for me showing you what the movie was about. But it doesn't really tell you like much about the movie. Like... It just shows. It, I mean, it, there's no like opinions. Yeah, he's, really. yeah, he's not just like minor. Yeah, he's not like being funny, or he's not like. Well, there's some funny like, stuff. He's not like being funny or like doing much of anything. Can you please throw that out? What? That's gum. Why? It is annoying me. Why? I hate the sound of people chewing gum. I hate when people play with their gum. I hate gum. Stop. <laughs> um. But anyway. Uh. So yeah. what'd you think of those two movies based on like what they looked like? They looked gross and disturbing, especially Gummo. Um, everything about that movie looked gross, and I don't really want to watch that ever. Probably. It's Jeremy's favorite horror movie. I don't get that joke. Why? Like I don't even think that was said. Like where did that come from? Well, we were doing a horror podcast in the early days where we only did horror, and because Jeremy never watched a lot of moves, he uh, would review like whatever he watched, and he watched Gummo, and we we're like, "That's not a horror movie." And he's like, "He's like, yeah, it is," or he said like, "It kind of is," or something like that, and it just became a joke that it was his favorite horror movie. After that, wow. Um... But yeah, uh, that movie... You don't like that part that's like, and the rooster goes, cock-a-doodle-doo. No, I don't like any of it. Cock-a-doodle-doo. Stop. Stop. I just don't think a tornado... And the rooster Stop. goes, cock-a-doodle-doo. I just don't and like... And the duck goes, quack, 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 quack. Cock-a-doodle-doo. Um, no, I don't like weird stuff like that. And I just don't feel that a tornado would destroy, would just make you all a bunch of weirdos. Why? I don't, I don't think that's what tornadoes do. Why? 
because yes, they devastate the land and you're going to be depressed and whatnot and you're probably going to move away for one or, you know, whatever. But you're not going to become a bunch of morons who are doing weird stuff. What is that? No, dude, come on! What song? Who sings this? Are you done? See, the song's fun because she first says, I love my little rooster. He goes, cock a doodle doo. And then he's like, she's like, I love my little hen. He goes, hen, hen, hen. And then she's like, I love my peacock. And it goes, and then it's like the 12 days of Christmas. Yeah. But with farm animals. Yes. Sure. Um, But yeah, that one looked gross. The spaghetti thing was gross. Um, Everything was gross. And then... Ken Park just seems depressing and weird and disturbing, and, uh, again, I don't feel that I need to watch it. What the hell is that noise? That is a cat outside. Dude! I've been looking for that forever! Oh, yeah, that was in my couch cushions. You stole my hat! It was in my- Dude, it was literally- You stole my hat! You never reached down, you put everything- You stole my my hat! No, I didn't! That is my hat! It's got, like, crumbs on When were you gonna tell me that you had my hat? (laughs) I was on the couch cushion! I I bought another one of those because I couldn't find that. I just found it today because you asked me to look for something else in my couch cushion because you just shoved stuff in my couch cushion. And it has my crumbses on it because I eat a lot and get crumbses in the couch. Well, I know, that drives me freaking crazy. You know what else she does I that's annoying? Couch is you know what else she does like, that's annoying? She eats greasy food and then touches her phone, touches the remote, touches I the don't controller. Anymore. <laughs> anymore. Yeah, dude. <laughs> Why? I get a napkin. Why don't you do it anymore? Because that's something a kid does. <laughs> Oh. I'm embarrassed. <laughs> Why are you embarrassed? Oh, you're making me feel bad, but it's just like, it's just like, I feel like your house is probably pretty gross. It is. So like, it looks like a trap house. You know this? Well, yeah, but I'm just saying, I bet there's a lot of gross stuff in the couch cushions. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so. My couch doesn't work. I'm not even joking. What do you mean it doesn't work? Like, there's, it's broken. Yeah. Well. <laughs> like, there's springs sticking out and stuff. I need a new one. <laughs> but anyway, um, yes, I stole your hat. So, anyway, what were we- Ow! Dude, come on. You stole my hat. Whatever. You Um, deserve beat. Know your rule. (laughs) Shut your mouth. Remember when I used to say the classic know your rule and shut your hole, but you thought it was know your rule and shut your mouth? No, you used to say know your rule and shut your mouth, and then you must have realized, like, a little bit later on in life, (laughs) that was you saying it wrong. Dude, I know where that Dude, you used to, like, walk down the hall at work telling me to do that. No. Yeah. But, um, yeah, so we did that, and then- Well, hold up. What did you think of Ken Park? I just said what I thought of Ken Park. What did you think of Ken Park? I said I thought it was just depressing and disturbing looking, and I don't think Ken Park killed himself for the right reasons. <laughs> what? I just feel that if he wanted to board it, he should have just said so when he was in the womb. You know that the same dude who made Gummo made, he wrote Ken Park? Yes. Who? 
the guy who did kids. Well, so the writer, Harmony Croyne, he wrote kids and then he wrote Ken Park and then he directed Gummo. Yeah. But Larry Clark directed kids, had nothing to do with Gummo, and then directed Ken Park. You get what I'm saying? Yes. But, uh, yeah, I don't know. Those don't seem like your type of moves? I don't know. I mean, I feel like you've showed me so many clips from them, I don't really have to watch them now. I know. That's because we never sit down to actually watch any of the moves. Yes. But I would like to eventually, like, show you movies that aren't horror movies, just because I have so many classics that I reference that you never... Like, that, I, that I lie and say I will check out eventually. Yeah. So we need to just sit down and have like a marathon of non-horror moves. Alright. But they have to not suck. None of the movies I like suck. I'm not watching Star Wars. I'm not watching Lord of the Rings. I'm not I don't watching like it. Lord of the Rings. Okay, well I'm not watching anything boring. <laughs> like what? Star Wars. <laughs> what? <laughs> I'm just not doing it, dude. I don't want to watch dude. those. I'll watch the Gummo ones. What about like subspecies? No, I don't like sci-fi movies. <laughs> it's not a I sci-fi. I don't like sci-fi movies. I don't want to watch space stuff. It's not. I don't. I will not. What is the movie Species about? It's about a, a genetically modified woman who wants to reproduce, so she, like... Has sex with men and then kills them. Right. Space. <laughs> so, this movie, Subspecies, is probably a prequel that is also about space. <laughs> You're right. She is an alien in species. But Subspecies yeah. is about vampires. I just don't think it is. It has Angus Scrim in it. Are they the in... tall man. Sp- okay, that doesn't... You say that like... No, they're in Romania. So- okay, dude, just because someone's in something doesn't mean the movie's good. Yeah. No, dude. Like, j- like just because Bill Mosley or someone has like a small role in something, it doesn't mean... What's funny is Angus Scrim's role is about 30 seconds. That's what I mean. <laughs> That's what they always are. And he's probably like top build. Yeah, he probably was. <laughs> Um, anyway, so, but it's funny, because, like, I don't even, like, what was Angus Scrim doing that you couldn't, like, do the whole, like, you get what <laughs> I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, yeah, what else? So, yeah, we had that little move-a-thon. Uh, we watched a bunch of clips from other movies afterwards, but it was fun. I like doing that. Yeah, me too. All right, so, I guess we should get into the stuff that we watched this week. Yes. All right. You want to go first this time? Yes, I have watched like negative five things, so okay, it'll be pretty easy. We can save all the ninety ones and do them together. Oh, okay, so yes, I've literally watched like three things, <laughs> or not? I don't know. Hold on, let me see. Okay, so, so I watched Dog Soldiers first. I don't think I talked about that last time, right? I don't remember. Okay, thanks, because you don't pay attention to me. Uh, but yeah, Dog Soldier. Um, Why are you getting mad? Because, dude, like, put it in front of you us, gotta then. you got to talk into the mic. I get out of my way, then, and I will. <laughs> like, don't put do point things at me. Okay, so anyway, Dog Soldiers. Um, this was a first-time watch, uh, 2002. 
movie, uh, werewolf movie that's <laughs> what? set. Why are you getting close to the mic to snore? <laughs> Whatever, dude. This okay. Anyway, so I that's fine. Stop it. So, um, dog soldiers. Um, you know, this like I said, first time watch. Um, and I thought it was pretty cool. You know, werewolf movie. Uh, but it's like kind of got a different spin on it because you're dealing with the soldiers and they're being kind of you know taken over by these werewolves and they're trying to survive and it becomes this big ordeal. Um, I think the werewolves actually look pretty creepy in it. Uh, at first I wasn't really feeling them but you couldn't like it seems like you don't see much of them which is kind of was something I wasn't really into but then by the end you do get a good look at them and I think they're just really scary how they pretty like their faces are really creepy and the way they walk is just terrifying so um I dug this one. I liked it. Uh, it's one that I would definitely rewatch um, one day. So yeah, I think that they those werewolves in that movie might be my favorite werewolves ever. Yeah, like I said, it's like they weren't really showing them at first, and I was like, oh. But then at the end, you really get to see them, and it's like cool. So then I watched. Stop looking at my stuff. Then I watched um, Bubba Hotep. Um, another first time watch. Another two thousand two movie um this movie was all right you know it's like more comedic than anything uh bruce campbell and several different people and that's um it, i don't know it wasn't something that i am overly into because of how goofy it is but um i thought it was decent it had some you know fun moments in it so uh one of those ones i would probably have to give a rewatch to but um it was alright for what it was. Um, not my favorite thing in the world, but it was cool. Um, I always kind of avoid that one because I thought that title was stupid. But anyway, after that... Um, I, I, I'm not a huge fan of Bubba Hotep. I think I've seen, uh, out of Don Coscarelli's movies, um, the, fan, fan, the Four Phantasms, Bubba Hotep, The Quest, I think it was called, or Survival Quest, mm. and um, the... Beastmaster film. I think that my least favorite is probably Bubba Hotep. Really? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's not really horror at all, honestly. It's I mean, comedy. Yeah, it's just pure comedy. But so then after that, I watched. Why um, do you keep tilting it away? Because I don't get why you're staring at it. Because I want to see what the title is. Okay, so then after that, I watched Grave of the Fireflies, and uh, that actually just posted. Today, on uh, May 31st here, uh, we did Celluloid Dissections. I did that with Derek. This was Derek's pick, so um, different type of movie. It's an anime film. It's um, a war drama type of film. It's uh, set during, you know, the war times in Japan and uh, dealing with this family as they struggle to survive. Um, and I'll just say it's really, really good. Um, Anime, that's not something I really gravitate towards, but uh, this one is super solid. So, you know, if you haven't watched it, definitely check it out and uh, listen to our thoughts on cellular dissections. So, that is that. And then after that, I guess this will be my last one for, you know, just me. And that is Teenage Exorcist. Um, this was a 91 movie and, um, you know, I was just trying to find whatever movie sounded interested ba interesting basically from 91 I kind of go by the title that's kind of how I judge what I'm gonna watch for that year first uh and Teenage Exorcist just seemed kind of goofy and silly and it was um it's uh basically about this girl who uh moves into this house and then she becomes possessed and uh her 
sister and um, brother-in-law come over to try to help her out, but she becomes like this seductive type of uh, creature, person, possessed demon thing, and uh, you know, they call in a priest and all that. Teenage exorcist. Um, I don't even, like, I'm pretty sure this girl's like in college. I don't know why it's called, I think that's a stupid title for it, but um, it, you know, it's a total parody type of film, um, exorcism type of parody movie. Uh, it kind of gets right into it too. It like starts out kind of more serious and then it goes straight up just uh, the goofy territory. So it's not that good, um, but it was fun for what it was. I think it's a little bit too goofy towards the end, especially like the final act, but um, it was all right. Um, I, I thought it was just kind of average, but it wasn't the worst thing in the world. So that is all I've watched. All right. Can you pull up the films that I watched for me? Yes. <clears throat> that Teenage Exorcist one, like, doesn't sound like something I would like. Well, you have to watch it. All right, first up, I watched Dance of the Dead as prep for the 2008 Summer Series show. Um, spoiler alert, that one actually didn't make our list, but I had to watch it to, like, because it was a finalist. Um, it's about a group of... Call, I think they're college. No, they're high school. High school prom is going on, and they are basically uh, the school's next to a. It was funny. It's like a nuclear power plant and a cemetery, <laughs> and of course the zombies come flying out of the graves. Literally, like they're like bursting out of the graves, and it's a pure comedy. Uh, I didn't think it was overly that funny, but it seems like this one is very loved by people. Which I've um, even heard of this. Yeah, I've heard of it a few times. I always got it confused with Robert England's Dance of the Dead Masters of Horror episode. Yeah, that's what I picture in my England, head. Not Robert England, Toby Hooper. Robert England's he's in pl- it. Yeah, he's like the star of it. But. Yeah. People seem to like it. I thought it was just alright. Um, like, it was good. I just didn't. It didn't really do anything this... I'm, like, it did, like, I need the zombie film to be, like, hella good for me to... Like... For Ooh, it to... What? For it to like make an impact because there's so many zombie movies. Yeah. Yeah. I feel. Uh, after that, I watched Stephen King's Golden Years. This is four owl hairs. Oh my god! Uh. Three hours fifty-five minutes. Oh no. So it is about a janitor who works at like this research facility. This he's like set in his seventies. And he basically comes in contact with this, like, uh, experiment. And he starts de-aging. They're doing, like, aging experiments. And him and his, you know, 70-year-old wife are on the run from the government trying to, like, cover it up. And there's, like, an agent who's helping him out. It was actually a TV series that ran for seven episodes and got canceled back in 1991 and they kind of re-released it as like a mini series slash movie uh it's funny because i I really couldn't tell like the breaks in the episodes really it just felt like it kind of was like a straight movie i watched one hour 20 minutes a night for three nights Mm -hmm. so it was uh it was a grind very cheesy um i didn't really like it i've always wondered why i never really heard people talk about that particular stephen king project and it turns out because it's not very good. And it's three hours and 55 minutes. I'm not watching that. Yeah, I gave it like a five. Okay. 
Then I watched The Unborn from 1991. I watched that. So The Unborn is about a woman and a husband who lose a baby to like a miscarriage and they want to uh they're going to all those doctors like the fertility doctors and like the experts in like childbirth trying to get like some kind of edge on being able to have a kid so they're referred to this one doctor by their friend and the woman gets pregnant he's like super confident confident in it he's like there's no way this you're not going to get pregnant and she's like i find it hard to believe but okay i will listen to you sir and so she actually does get pregnant and throughout her pregnancy she's getting like weird little side effects and stuff like that like a rash and stuff and you pretty much know right away that the doctor is up to no good and he's almost trying to breed like a little army of genetically modified peoples uh it was good at first i really was into it then it starts to get real slow and then it actually kind of picks up at the end and it's like real weird at the end yeah but i i I actually uh i liked it i liked it quite a bit i i my if it wasn't so long in the tooth in the middle i would have liked it a little bit more uh then i watched 976 evil and the reason I watched that, what we, I think that came out in like 88 or something. Mm. But the sequel came out in 91 and I realized I hadn't seen the original in so long. And I had a sealed Blu-ray copy that's like heavily out of print now. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I should open that and watch the first one. I'm having trouble with that with prepping for 91 because there's so many sequels. But like, I feel like I need to watch the ones before it first, which is just a pain because... There's too many. It's like really slowing me down. I am not going to do that. I understand. Yes. But uh, 976 Evil, it follows a sort of like a slacker dude whose like mother died and he's like a slacker and he's supposed to inherit some money, but his aunt's holding it until he turns 21. Uh, He owes like this like little bully dude his uh, some money. So he's trying to figure out how to get up on the come up. And he finds this little card in a magazine and it's like a number for like a little hotline for to predict your future. It's 976 evil. And he has a cousin played by Stevie J- or is it his cousin or yeah, it's his cousin, right? Yeah. He has a cousin next door who's played by Stephen Jeffries and he, uh, he ends up getting a hold of the card and he pretty much turns evil and it's like a battle against him and his cousin. I actually really enjoyed this movie and thought it was better than it was the last time that I seen it. I didn't remember it being that good, but it's a lot of fun. It's like super eighties, super cheese at times. Like the high school bathroom is ridiculous. It's just like all spray paint and like dudes just, I always thought high school was going to be like that. Like yeah. you just walked in and it's like all vandalized and there's just like four dudes in the center, like sitting, sitting around <laughs> yeah, smoking cigarettes and it wasn't really like that i mean there were guys in there smoking cigarettes but not like cool looking like that more like i hope that's not a security guard coming in like all yeah scared. They were sc- yeah they weren't confident yeah so uh overall i really enjoyed it thought it was a pretty fun movie gave it a solid 7 out of 10 uh then i watched leprechaun returns and I'm watching that for an episode of Cut to the Chase that I'm supposed to be on. And yeah, I really like that film. It's it's definitely one of like the films of the last... It's like, let me put it this way. 
it's like pure comfort food. Like I was so happy that it was made. It's one of my favorite things to come out. That's not like, you know, a amazing movie, you know, it's just like something that I, I've already seen it three times since it came out and I just really enjoy it, man. It's super fun. Uh, I love the continuity. There's tons of continuity involved in it. I really dig that characters are fun. The leads likable. It's a good time. The leprechaun does a good job. Uh, and yeah, so that is Leprechaun Returns. I hope they make another one. And I guess we can get into the 91 movies we watched. Yes. As part of our mini marathon. Yes. So first up, we watched Sometimes They Come Back. Which is? A Stephen King adaptation TV movie. I've actually read the novella. I have not. It's pretty much the same, but there was a little bit more, like, witchcrafty type stuff involved in it. Yeah? Yeah. Yeah, so, um, yeah, I'd seen this one, like, once before, and I actually watched it, well, I put it on, like, this, this, um, like, I put it on, what are you doing? I'm sleepy. Okay. Um, I put it on, um, I have it on VHS, I don't own it on any other format, and I threw it on one night, but I wasn't really paying. I was, like, kind of in and out of it, so we watched it last night. And um, I dig this move. I do. What do you think of this move? Well, I really like the just concept of it. Like, so this guy had this traumatic experience happen to him when he was a kid, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, basically, there's these, like, greaser-esque bullies who uh, basically murder his brother Wayne which I, you know how I feel about that name. Yes. Murder his brother Wayne in front of him, and he kind of uh, sees them all die together, basically. And it was a very traumatic experience. He moves back to his hometown. I thought it was in the same house, but it actually wasn't. Yeah, the, the old house is, like, boarded up, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. And um, there's a lot of flashbacks of him when he was a kid. It's, like, a very, like, somber-feeling movie. Hmm. Um. But it also is, like, super depressing. Like, I've always found this movie, like, massively depressing. Yeah. Just, just about a guy who can't let go. And it clearly, like, damaged him psychologically throughout his life. And then it's quite literally a story of his demons coming back to haunt him. Yeah, sometimes they come back. Um, and, and what I think is, like, super cool is how they play where, you know, the they got a new student yeah coming in and it's like this like because think about that like like he looks exactly the same as he did when you knew him as a kid but he's been dead for whatever amount of years and you feel like how is this guy here it can't be him maybe it's just somebody who looks like him but then again it's like the 80s and he looks like yeah he looks like yeah but uh yeah i think that whole concept is pretty cool and it's actually creepy too to think if that happened in real life like you just see someone who's been dead for all these years and then they come into your life and you know that they're not you could tell that they are that person but obviously everyone around you doesn't know that so i like that um i agree it's a rather sad movie um it's you know one of those sort of drama horror films um just very depressing and um Dealing mainly with just this dude's uh, trauma and dealing with this stuff. Um, I probably personally would not be moving back into my hometown if this happened, but I guess it's about facing the demons, so it makes sense. But um, I dig the movie. I I like it. Um, It's one that I just saw for the first time, like I said, a 
few years ago and I dug it. Um, I've never seen the sequels, but how are those? Uh, the second one's not very... It's like okay. I've never seen the third one. Yeah. Oh, but... this was directed by Tom McLaughlin. Oh, yes, of course. Um, but... Yeah, pretty good movie, pretty good Stephen King movie, and for being a TV movie, I didn't even realize it was a TV movie, and uh, I think it's pretty well done. Uh, you can't... I, I mean, there are TV movie aspects to it, of course, but uh, to me, I that's not I would like a little more demon action, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, but... And then after that, uh, we watched. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Okay. Whoa. You weren't whoa. saying anything, so I figured we were done. No, we didn't even rate it. We we don't rate. We don't. I rate. I we weren't rate. You you just you took it upon yourself to like start rating stuff. I just here. do sometimes. Yeah, me too. Because you do. I, um, I just do it to. Yeah, I I like this movie a lot. I gave it a seven and a half out of ten. Yes, I gave it the same thing actually. Yeah, uh, and of course Tom McLaughlin uh, directed Friday Six. That's where I know him from. Oh. But he also did. Um, one Dark Night, which is a really fun 1982 movie. Did you? Was you on the 82 show? No. Oh, yeah, that one. That one was a really fun movie. And funny enough, he directed a a, a bunch of Lifetime movies later. <laughs> one of which is She's Too Young, about a girl who is uh, kind of like a good girl, and then decides to actually partake in sexual activity due to peer pressure, and she contracts syphilis. I hate when that happens. Yeah, and there's like a little syphilis outbreak in school. I was trying to spell syphilis the other day to make a joke, and I couldn't figure out how to spell it, and it kept, like, there was no autocorrect suggestion, so I just gave up. Ah, nice. Yes. It was on the one of the Dollar Tree jokes that oh, Parker, yeah. I was going to say dollar syphilis, but then I just changed it to, like, dollar hepatitis, because I, I just wasn't working out. But, um, so yes, do you have anything else on Sometimes They Come Back? Nope. All right. So, uh, the second film of the night that we went with, um, we randomized these, and we got Strays. Yes, which is a film that I grew up watching. I loved it as a kid. Uh, it came out the year I was born, so obviously once it hit TV, which it was a TV movie, it used to play a lot in the 90s. It was one I always looked forward to watching. I used to rent it on VHS. It always played on like late at night on like TV and stuff. I always just thought it was cool but it follows a family who moves into a new house and there just happens to be a bunch of stray cats and it sort of has the bird syndrome <laughs> where like there's not really a reason for the cats to be violent but they just are mm -hmm. but then again like i mean some feral cats are violent they are for sure because they're just wild cats they're not meant to be pets so it is kind of creepy i think cats can be scary um, sometimes, but, uh, you know, in this, I, I enjoyed this movie. I, um, thought it looked really good on the Blu-ray and, um. Oh, dude, that Blu-ray looked great, man. One of the better Scream Factories I own. Yeah, I could see myself probably not liking, not getting into it that much if I just watched it off of, like, some grainy, I don't know, YouTube or online Yeah, somewhere. which is how I watched it the last time I watched it. In fact, I will even say this. Um, the last time I watched, so I watched it growing up and then I didn't see it for years, like years and years and years. And then we were doing like a TV movie theme on YouTube one time and I was like, oh, let me do, um, strays because I haven't seen that in so long. And I actually 
watched it on YouTube and it was in grainy quality and it was one of those ones where it was like the early days of YouTube where it was like you couldn't <laughs> upload videos longer than 10 minutes so it was all uh, in parts yeah it was like 13 parts and uh, so I, wa- I watched like it on there and I was like man that movie was not as good as I remembered it watching it this time I actually think it was better than I remembered yeah like in my head the only thing I remembered was like the like watching it on youtube was like wow that was like very like nothing happens yeah but there actually is some cool moments like whenever the mom walks into a room and thinks that like all the cats are like suffocating her kid yeah when she's like pulling them all out of the like bassinet and stuff <laughs> that shit's that that's kind of scary and then you also got like the cats like jumping on dude's back like it is like cheesy as all hell because it, it takes itself so seriously yeah like like they kill the repair guy in the bait in the un, under the basement or like the crawl space um there's tons of like pov shots of like stray cats like wandering through the weeds and stuff like that uh it's just i thought it was a lot of fun i really liked that movie yeah i enjoyed it like i said i thought it was fun um it is funny because it does take itself serious and cats can be scary but in this movie especially when they're attacking it comes off very comical just, you know, if they throw the cat off of them and you just see a cat throws go flying. It through and, a window. Yeah, he throws the cat out the window and then you, they're just making, they're like meowing like all evilly and it's uh, it's a fun time. I, I enjoyed it. So um, I think I gave that a 6.5 out of 10. Yeah, I think I'm at a, like a 6.5 to a 7. Yeah. I can't remember what I rated it. Yeah. I really like it though, man. That like See, that's the weird thing about 91 is i actually have a lot of movies like sometimes they come back in strays that like if i was just making a list without ratings they might be in my top 10 favorite movies yeah but like it changes once we factor in ratings and like what i like when i'm trying to do like what i think the best ones are mixed with like my favorites it's like weird i don't know i don't know i'm gonna do the list i have a weird i can't do that thing where i put like a six and a half on my list when i had a bunch of seven and a halves yes so i can but um <laughs> i can now i used to not but i figured effort um so then after that and this was the last one that we got in last night and that was dolly deerhast which was a vinegar syndrome release uh that i literally just got in the mail yesterday yeah like it i pre-ordered it and it just came out yeah some people got their copies early because they ordered from vinegar syndrome but i didn't uh, really fun. I think that people like hate this movie too much. Yeah, especially being like given. The, I mean, I've seen some like way worse, not way worse, but so far in my ninety-one movie watching, like some of the movies I watched are not that good. And then I feel like this one's actually a pretty fun movie. It's a, you know killer doll film, doll and ch- child. Um, type of deal where you know you have this evil doll and uh definitely you know the chucky type of ripoff and um i think the doll actually looks pretty creepy at times and they do a good job on it um especially with the lively features and such um the only thing about that i will say and i think this is some people's problems is i do think it gets a little slow at times but that's not like a huge deal to me because i feel like there's actually a decent amount of parts like killings and stuff yeah with the, the doll, there's a so. lot of doll action in the yeah movie. it's not like all it's not like um 
really hidden at all. Like, Im immediately the doll starts, like, moving around and killing people and stuff. And, and I love the little setting, too, where you have this, like, underground mine thing and then this, like, doll factory or something next to it. What the hell were they doing in that mine, anyway? I don't even know, actually. I can't remember. But, like, yeah. But, uh... Yeah, yeah, you have a lot of, like, doll in the background. Like, the doll literally just, like, starts... Like, you thought that it was... No, you, you thought, thought it was you, the no, little... No, hold on, hold on. You thought throughout, like, half the movie that the little girl was dressed up as the doll, and it, she was doing the killings. No. <laughs> no, dude, you were like, you were like, I think this is going to be a big plot twist. I think it's actually the girl, and I'm like, dude, from the start, they actually show the doll move. What are you doing? I'm blowing my nose. Give me this. What? It's my bunny. Um, but, uh, you, like... You were like, there's gonna be a big twist, and I'm like, no, dude, this is just Dolly Deer. This isn't, this isn't like a freaking masterpiece of a film. It's just a doll killing people. What more do you want? So, um. No, I think that you, you said that. You said that. You like, said there was that. no, there was, you're like, no, the, the girl's just wearing like a doll mask and has her features and stuff. So, um, that was pretty dumb. Um, but. Definitely has a lot of influence from Child's Play. You think about it, right? Child's Play came out in what, 88 or 89? 88. Like, 89, actually. Okay. And then 90 was Child's Play 2. Yes. And then 91, this year, was Child's Play 3. Yes. Like, Dolly Dearest probably looked at the last two years and was like, yeah, we need to capitalize on that. I think they're like, literally, let's make the female Chucky, you know what I mean? Yeah, they even have, like, in the bedroom, it's like the doll sitting in the chair and, like, or sleeping with her, and she's like, let's put it in the chair. That's, like, stuff straight out of Child's Play, but... And, um, you know, the class also, yeah, it's like a girl, it really is the female Chucky because you got the little girl being influenced and all that. So, um, yeah, that one was pretty cool. Um, it, I didn't think it was like fantastic, but it definitely wasn't horrible. People do make it out to be like the worst movie of the year or something, but I think I, I gave it like a six out of 10. I could probably go up to like a 6.5 and, you know, maybe on rewatch even higher, but for now, I gave it a six, so that is my feelings. Yeah, I'm at like a seven. Yes. I really liked it. I thought it was cool. All right, cool. So, um, without further ado, I guess we will get into the featured review. Yes. All right, so let's get into this new horror film featuring Kevin James. What is it called? Becky. Becky and it actually has been getting a little bit of traction lately uh it is playing at the waterfront this weekend not the waterfront sorry uh riverside oh you got me so excited and I am so sad now <laughs> sorry it's playing at riverside this weekend yes which is a drive-in yeah but uh yeah, and, it, you know, it's got Kevin James in it, so people are like, what? Because he's obviously a comedic actor. I don't think he's ever really done anything serious. He might have. I don't really know. But I've only ever seen him in comedies. So, yeah. Um, Wasn't he in a movie that was... No. I was thinking about um, one of those Adam Sandler movies that are, like, sad. Yeah, I thought that at first. I don't think he was in those, though. Either of those. Yeah, what was the one with uh, funny people? 
Yeah, I was thinking he was in that, but it was like Seth, Seth Rogen. Rogen. Yeah. 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 Are, are you generally a Kevin James fan? I mean, <laughs> I wouldn't cl- like. I'm not. I'm not like moods where <laughs> I'm just like, what a fat effing loser, as he calls him. But um. I, you know, I don't think he's bad. I, I, I wouldn't call myself a fan of him, but I don't mind him. I think he can be funny. Uh, you know, I, I prefer Adam Sandler and some of the other people within that crew over him, probably. But um, I could tolerate him. I don't think he's too bad of a guy. What about you? What about me? What? How, how do you feel about Kevin James? Um. Well. I don't really like him. Ooh, I see. I don't really not like him either, though. Um, I don't know. He always reminds me of like loud and annoying. Yeah, I think. Yeah, he kind of has that like obnoxious, like token fat guy in the group type of style to him. But I don't know. I don't think he's. I don't think he's horrible, though. He's just kind of a background character to me. I don't really want to see like a Kevin James starring role, really. I'm fine with him just being like Adam Sandler's buddy in all his parts. Um, yeah, I I'm, I can't even think of a movie that I was like that I like with him in it. Like, not that not that I don't like movies with him in it, but I'm saying like one where he's like starring. Uh huh. I don't think I like any of those. Like the ones. The only, like, the one I think of when I think of, like, where I like him at is where it's him and, uh, Adam Sandler and, like, everybody, grown-ups. Yeah, yeah, I like that one. Um, I mean, I know you're, I don't think you're a fan of it, but I do like I Now Pronounce You Chuck and Larry. I'm not going to lie. Really? Yeah, didn't you say you, like, hate that before? I don't hate it. I just oh. didn't think it was that funny. I see, I see. The fighter was okay, I guess. I've never seen that. Yeah. I don't know. Um, can't even think of his movies really right now. But, uh, yeah, anyway, so Becky, he is in this Becky movie as sort of a villain. And um, definitely a different role for him. Uh, it's also got... Um, forget what that main girl's name is but she actually played an annabelle creation if you recall as not the main girl but the friend of her i do not recall yes i i knew she looked familiar and i looked her up she's only 14 years old so but yeah she was like 11 in annabelle creation and she played the best friend of that girl and um you know among some other things i believe but that's what i kind of know her from so would you like me to give a synopsis? Yes. All right. So on here it says, Spunky and rebellious Becky tries to reconnect with her father during a weekend getaway at a lakefront house, but the trip soon takes a turn for the worse when convicts on the run, led by the merciless Dominic, suddenly invade the home. So, what do you think of this move? Um, well... I think that it's kind of, I don't know, um, it's good and bad. I like certain yeah. aspects of it, and I don't like other aspects of it. Yeah, dude, I actually pretty much agree. Um, 
when I watched it, I was like, oh, that was pretty good at the end. And it was one of those movies where I kind of rated it a little bit high. And then I thought about it for like not even a few days, just like an hour or so later. I was kind of thinking about it and I thought there's actually a lot of stuff that's I thought was unrealistic in the movie and maybe not explained in the movie and just um it's a very unbelievable movie I see it more as just like an entertaining little film um I will give it that it was really entertaining the entire time and um kind of like kept you on the edge but at the same time it was very unrealistic with what it was doing and um yeah I kind of did have quite a bit of problems with it so, I pretty much agree with what you have said. Yeah, for me, I think that it's, like, one thing that I... I don't know. I feel like it just felt a little cheap, too. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, it's very... Like, I don't even... Like, these convicts, I barely even find them that menacing. Um, Kevin James is the role. Like, I think he's fine like he does they do good with like making him look like a scary dude but i never find he's just kind of like calling the shots poorly and like standing around i never find any of these guys really that the other two guys were like a bunch of dumbasses. they seem like you could actually like a little girl probably could kick their ass and then the one guy who is menacing is like you he's that typical character who's like oh i don't know if i want to do the wrong thing or not and yeah that shit's annoying yeah i'm so, so sick of that yeah, it's very, I, I feel like I've seen movies like this before, and um, I don't know, it's typical, it's got the typical plot of a girl not having a good relationship with her father, and you know, yeah, but she just bring... comes off like a straight bitch. Yeah, I know, I know, like right off the bat. Yeah, like she doesn't even, like, she doesn't even, like I'm sick of that too. <laughs> I'm sick of that too, man. It's just always the same shit over and over again. Yeah. Like the the kid whose parents split up and now there's a new parent and like the new parents really the new, the step parent is actually pretty nice but the new kid doesn't want to even give him a shot. Like it's just like so lame. I'm over it. Yes, I I do agree. And I hate this whole thing with the girl, the little girl it's like so she's supposed to be crazy do you, like is it's i don't know is she supposed to be like they're trying to make it seem like she has murderous tendencies herself or something or it's like a result of her troubled past what do you mean uh, by that like by the end of the movie and st- like i don't know i don't want to like becky yeah like they, they try to make her seem like she's gonna become grow up to be like a serial killer type of person yeah, I mean, like, a Dexter or something, I was thinking. I guess, but, like, it just seems... Stu- like, you don't really get much with her to begin with, besides she's just a bitchy teenager. And it's like, there's not really... It's, she's just a typical bitchy teenager, and then by the end, I feel like it's trying to make it seem like, wow, this girl all, like had this in her all along, and she's, like, gonna be nuts. But it's, I don't know, the whole story was just stupid. And, and then... I think that I'm seeing online that a lot of people um, think that Kevin James is, like, really good in this. Like, he, uh, like, you know, breaking character stereotypes and, like, um, what do they call that word where you get, like, pegged as a 
Typecast. Typecast, yeah, like breaking typecast and stuff like that. I don't see it. I, I think he just looks like Kevin James, like and sounds like Kevin <laughs> With a James, beard. and and I don't find particularly his performance or his character. Um, and there's no like depth in it. There's no like weight to it. It's just like if Kevin James was trying to act like a bad guy. Yeah, that's kind of, and that's kind of what I meant. It's like, okay, they try to paint him, they try to make him look a little tough with all his tattoos, his bald head and beard. Like they change up Kevin James's appearance, but it looks like it's just Kevin James wearing a Halloween costume. And it's like, if he was doing more brutal things in the movie, I could maybe buy it more. I feel like he could have shown through a little bit better but it's really he's just kind of standing around the house the whole time like all obsessed with this key that you don't know why and he's not doing anything super crazy to me to where it's like wow look at him he could be like a villain he's he's kind of like a pussy character honestly he's just calling i don't know there's just nothing to it like you said it's just kevin james I feel like Adam Sandler could pull can pull off like different roles besides comedy, but Kevin James cannot, and there's some other people who cannot either. I just don't but... know if it was Kevin James's fault or if it was like just the fact that the uh, the script just wasn't there. There wasn't much to work with. Yeah, I feel like I feel like it could be that because I don't think he was necessarily bad in the role. I just feel like there wasn't much room for him to shine. Especially since this is, like, his first big, like I said, different role from comedy. It's, like, it's not big enough to where you're gonna... It's not memorable, so... That's yeah. kind of that. What's your, what's your like... So you had a pretty big problem with, like, the fact that you don't ever find out what's going on? <laughs> yeah, like, it's, it's like... <laughs> unless we, like, miss... Because I thought you said this, too. It's, like, unless we miss something, I mean, these convicts... They escape from their the thing that's like transporting them, and then they're at this house looking for this key for some reason. I guess it's at this house, and there's even a whole dialogue in the thing where the lady's like, "Why are you doing this? It's not worth it." And Kevin James is like, "Oh, you have no idea how worth it this is." And he just keeps going around, and he's telling his one buddy who's having second thoughts, he's like. We've worked for ten years for this. We've been locked up for nine years and ho- however many days and hours for this. And what is this mm-hmm. for a key? Like what? I, I assume it's got to be like I don't even know. Like money, maybe. I, what, like why is that even? I don't. It doesn't make any sense. Like what? Key, what is this key gonna get you? Yeah. So, but like I said, I did I, find there was it, some okay gore and stuff and i did like the home alone-esque aspect of it and stuff and i did want to root for becky because like i i don't know even though she was like annoying at first like she is a little kid against like bad guys you know so it's like you kind of want that to succeed especially like nazi bad guys um and i just don't i like i mean i i i just feel like the script wasn't there man because it's like if there's a movie here, I think that you can make it good. I just I, like even the stuff with like Kevin James losing an eye. Like I like how the like the colored pencils like in her hand and stuff like that's all cool. It's part of the poster and stuff like that. But yeah. even that, it just like played like really dumb. Like I don't know. Like he, like I don't think you can get stabbed in an eye and and just act like that afterwards for the rest of the movie. Yeah, like the, the gore was good with that eye part, but it actually was making me. 
trying to laugh because he's trying to have his buddy like take care of it for him and he's like oh come on man I was like what's wrong what's the issue here and the guy's just looking at him like your eyeballs hanging out of your head that's the problem yeah. but um so I kind of thought that was funny but yeah um to me this is just this is like a, yeah it's a it's not a horrible film like this is one that I could see just throwing on like for fun it less since we've been talking about it I I would agree honestly but for me it's like if you don't pay attention to all the dumb stuff I think you can have fun with it but it's also I feel like it's not doing anything special or new. It's got the brutal Home Alone plot to it. It's got the home invasion aspects. It's got the cheesy family problem stuff going on. It has everything that you've seen before, so it's not one that I would mm. probably, you know, pick over anything else, really. So, Right, right. Yes. All right, so uh, with that said, do you want to get into these letterbox reviews and then we'll rate it? Yes. All right, so uh, we have one here from. I actually pulled three this time, and you'll see why in a second. So I have a, I have a negative, a really negative. Normally we hit like the seven for positives, but we have mm. like a nine for positives and a one and a half. Well, n- nine in terms of ten scale rating, four and a half in terms of letterbox rating, and then we have a one and a half for contrast. Mm. Um, and then I also pulled a five star rating. So the negative rating probably, uh, it's from, uh, Kim here, Kim, just to give a little background on Kim, Kim's favorite films are Francis Ha from 2012, Clue from 1985, When Harry Met Sally from 1989 and Scream from 1996 and Kim has been watching a lot of horror lately. Let the Right One In, Candyman, and then Becky. So that is Kim. Hi, Kim. Yeah, her Twitter is Baja Blast <laughs> underscore babe. Huh. I'm giving All right. to Paul. <laughs> Do not stalk Kim. <laughs> she's not even, like, hot. Leave Kim she's not, alone. She's, she's fine. I'm just saying that. I think if you call yourself a babe, you usually expect something different. (laughs) Um, (laughs) All right. So uh, let's see here. Kim says, probably my fault for not coming into this knowing what it was going to be, but it was just too gruesome. Gore for gore's sake. I don't think that Becky's motivations were strong enough to make her be that effing psychotic. She legit tortured some of them. I mean, um, I kind of disagree with that. Like, yeah, I, I like she disliked the movie for all the reasons I did yeah, not the, dislike the positives it. <laughs> that I actually, <laughs> yeah, had. yeah, yeah. All right, so the positive review is a review by K K E H. I don't know how to say that. K. Yeah. Her bio says, I'm a simple girl. I hear a movie is extremely disturbing. I add it to my watch list. Woman covered in blood. My favorite movie genre. I kind of like this girl. Uh, Her favorite films are Knife Plus Heart. The Gay Giallo. Maniac. Awesome. Lost River, which I've never seen. And Starry Eyes. So she has a great little list of films there. Yes. Um, She hasn't been watching 
She watched Shirley, whatever that is. I've been seeing that a lot lately. I don't know if that's something new or something. I don't know. I haven't heard of that one. But, uh... Shirley. Huh. I don't know. Maybe we'll have to look into that. Uh, anyway, so her review is a four and a half star on Letterboxd. And it says, There once was a little girl who had a little curl right in the middle of her forehead. When she was good, she was very, very good. But when she was bad, she was horrid. Yes. Is that from the movie? Yeah. I couldn't remember. She says it over the walkie-talkie. I watched it too long ago at this point. (laughs) Yeah. I haven't seen Bushwick... Wait, I'm still reading it like it's a poem. (laughs) (laughs) I haven't seen Bushwick yet, but this is definitely... But this definitely wasn't Cuties. I've been following Lulu Wilson's career since her first role, and I can't wait to see her become one of the more recognized horror stars. She has been following this path, and it's been glorious. As an old, as the old saying goes, the boredom of a teenage girl can be lethal, and this accumulated with anger. Well, good luck. There is something very disturbing and beautiful about it, and this movie displays that wonderfully. I actually agree with like some of the things she's saying there. Yeah. Um. Like I like the I I, I like that little quote there. The boredom of a teenage girl can be lethal. Yes. It actually says little, but I assume it means lethal. Lethal. <laughs> um, because I, I always, I always think of like, um, I always think of the mean things that girls end up doing when they're like teenagers alone. Yeah, true. And Those how are... it could just like get out of hand really easy. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like you ever like um, I saw what you did. Like them calling the guy who ended up just murdering his wife or something i think it's stuff like that but anyway yeah so that's uh it's a positive review i mean it was i think the review was cool i just you know (laughs) i don't feel as strongly about the movie yeah uh and then the last letterboxd review here is from which we didn't even do this which we normally do um, is from Jonathan Mil- Millot and Jonathan Millot <clears throat> his favorite films are Blade Runner, Akira, Children of Men and True Romance and he's been watching he watched One Cut of the Dead recently and Becky and he is a director um, and he actually wrote five stars i made it so it's awesome hope you enjoy it too oh yeah oh yeah. i i see <laughs> right yeah yeah so the director of the film co-director is jonathan millot and uh-huh. he is on he directed bushwick as well as cuties uh, I haven't seen either of those films, but uh-huh. he is on Letterboxd. I'm going to give him a follow. Interesting. So then when I review his movie and and crap on it, he might see it. No! <laughs> Unfollow him quick! <laughs> no, but uh, I always like when I see directors on Letterboxd. It's really fun. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Yeah. So... With that said, 
let's get into our ratings. So, I actually don't think this movie's horrible or anything. I just didn't really care for it that much. Um, it was, okay, let me put it this way. It was entertaining. I just don't think that it was designed very well. Yes. Um, but it does have some entertaining aspects to it. Like, I would watch it again under the right circumstances, not anytime soon, but I'm just saying, like, oh, I would give that one another shot one day. Mm-hmm. Uh, I like the, I like the getting me, I just like seeing a kid do, like, hor- like horrible, like, violence. You know what I mean? It's fun. Yeah, me too. It's satisfying. Right. And uh, I agree. I, I honestly, I would like to see this girl uh, continue her acting horror career, you know? So I'm mm. down with that. Anyway, uh, I'm going to go ahead and give it a, I don't know. I'll give it a six and a half. Yes. Um, I pretty much agree with all your stuff. Um, I think it's an entertaining film. Like, it almost reminds me of like revenge in a way where it's like kind of has its ridiculousness to it, but it's also very violent and gory. So um, I think it's entertaining. I think the story has a lot of problems. Um, I came in a little higher. I gave it a seven out of 10. All right, cool. So with that said, uh, I guess next time we're probably going to do swallow since it won Scoop. the poll, right? Oh. Did it win the poll? What won the poll? Won- I think it won the poll. Okay. So Swallow uh, will be our next film probably. And then after that, we might take a step away from horror and do The Five Bloods, the new Spike Lee film. Scoop. On Netflix. (laughs) (laughs) But I don't know. I don't know yet. We'll see. We might do Scoob. I don't know. (gasps) Do you even want to see Scoob? I, uh, I, I just... No, not really. I just like saying the word scoob. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So we'll see you guys next time. Thanks for listening. Peace out. Peace.